Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Cat Builder Talk Radio Show with your host, small business expert, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Join us every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to another episode of Cat Builder Talk with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues, facing small business in our community today, helping you build the capacity to change your life, and as I say, every show helping you to walk in your purpose. So important, walking in your purpose, starting out a new year, everybody's coming to me, trying to figure out what their purpose is, but we're going to help you do that, because there's so many things going on right now, you got to pay attention. So I'm going to be putting out some great things, some great events, a lot of stuff is going to be coming out, so I need you to pay attention to the emails and the invitations. I'm going to be asking you to join. I have a private network I'm getting ready to launch. I need you to pay attention to it because it's going to help you. What's so important about it is not only going to help you, it's going to help you help others. I'm also going to be speaking at a number of events and hosting events I'm going to want you to attend. Now, when I send these messages out, we're only going to be doing small events. So when you see the message come, don't wait. Sign up. On the show today, I'm going to discuss some tips. You know, my theme for this month has been finding your voice, but now it's about making your voice heard. How do you do that? How do you make an impact? We're going to be talking about that. I got John Moy here with Just the Facts. John's going to come talk about what's going on in the government. Hopefully, we'll have a District Representative uh, Deshaun Nicole Kendrick from 93. She may be able to stop in and holler at it for a minute, but you know they're in session right now. You know our politicians are out doing their thing. Hopefully she'll be able to stop by. If not, we'll catch her another time. We're going to have a great show for you today. I'm going to go to break. And when I come back, we're going to be talking about this whole thing about making an impact. So you listen to Mark Parham. Cat Miller Talk Radio Show. I'll be back in a moment.
comes to saving money, don't act like a baby. Goo goo gaga. Be the boss and make a budget. I'm the boss, baby. You're the boss of me. I am the boss of you. Or not. M2. Or not. M2. Need a little help? Aren't you going to do any work? I'm very busy delegating. Create a personalized savings plan. We can share. You obviously didn't go to business school. And get other tools and tips at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Watch out, watch out. Look out, look out. Mark Parham and I'm back questions to ask yourself you know a lot of you out there you want your voice to be heard you want to make an impact but I got some questions you need to ask yourself if you're trying to figure out how to make that impact are you doing the right things you know I found a great article today written by Michael Thompson I'm going to go through some of the highlights of it but there's some things you got to understand a lot of you really want to make an impact you you want your work to have meaning beyond just day to day. You really want to make a big impact. And you want to be able to do it and be confident about it. But what's most important, a lot of you want to make an impact to improve the lives of people around us and across the world. So many people I've been meeting with lately, they're making it not about them. They're making it about the world. And I'm trying to coach them to how to do that. So there's some questions you need to ask yourself if you're really trying to make a big impact, you know, to the world. So first question is, are you putting your work out into the world? You know, a lot of times when we share our work, it's scary because, you know, people may like it. They may not like it. You know, you may have to write an article, but you keep working on it over there. I even have that issue. I do a lot of writing and uh, I got this membership, private membership site I've been trying to launch forever but I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. I had to talk to a coach on how to do that to get out of my own way. So the next time you're scared to publish an article, just count to three and press in. You know, next time somebody says take the stage, grab the mic. You know, like I try to invite people to, you know, be on the podcast or be on the radio, and they're hesitant. I, I don't know why, but you just got to grab the mic. And when you get through, drop it. Next thing you got to be conscious of, are you reserving time each day just to sit and think? I keep saying this, find your quiet spot, go dark. But if you're not giving yourself time to marinate on what you've been doing, allowing all these things to connect, you're going to lose value. You're going to lose your vision. So the only way you can make an impact is by having clarity in your vision, certainty in your actions, and a stronghold on your values. 
I'm going to say that last one again because a lot of us are getting caught up with that. It's so hard today. Strong hold on your values. You got to know what your values are. You know, you got to know when it's time to say, no, that's not going to work for me. Some of us are out there doing things. People ask us because we feel like, oh, it's going to help our status in the community. It's going to help us do this or that. Sometimes you got to say no. And there's ways to do that. We won't go into that on this show, but I do have some ways you can say no to things. So you got to create space in your day so you have time to sit with your thoughts, your dreams, your feelings, and your fears. So you can develop a pattern about how you deal with it. you got to find out when you're happiest. What people and activities give you energy? Where and how can you improve? You know, some of us are great morning people. Some of us are not. you got to figure out what that is. Now, this is a big one. Are you involved in the community? I'm not just talking about sticking your toe in every now and then. I'm talking about jumping in. You can meet people and opportunities come up at the strangest places. So your job is to meet as many people as you can so you can uncover the spot where their needs intersect with your abilities. You know, So make it a goal each day to make one new connection. Give yourself some time to some organizations, you know, and causes that something you're familiar with. Maybe like hey, swinging hammers and saws or join um, Habitat for Humanity. Maybe you like reading. There's reading programs for kids. There's reading programs for seniors. But you got to start meeting people who have different beliefs and interests from you. The world opens up to those who have an open mind. But getting to know people with diverse backgrounds is going to make your life a lot more interesting. A lot of times people complain about their lives, and they swim in the same swimming pool with the same people every day. They don't step outside the box. I try to encourage them to volunteer, do different things so they can meet different people. But no, they stay in the same place. They they come up with reasons. They always got good reasons. But if you don't step out of the box, you're just going to keep living in the same one. Also, too, are you improving your communication skills? If you don't, Learn how to communicate better. Even me, I've been writing for years. During the holidays, I took a course on being a better writer, being a better copywriter, writing for the Internet. Um, so you got to improve your communication skills. You, we all may think we write well. We all may think we speak well, but you can always speak better. This one here, are you getting to know people that you admire? There's so many people out there that we look at and we go, God, I really admire them. Do you let them know? You know, it's great when, you know, I was out last week and someone came up to me that I admire and said, I heard about something, an opportunity, and I thought about you. That's a great feeling. But you don't get that if you're not out there meeting people. So try to take 30 minutes a week, find somebody you admire and doing what you want to do and see if you can't talk to them for a little bit. Diversifying your skill set is another very important thing. If you're good at one thing, that's great. Let's start diversifying it. Learn different things. You know, um, you know, I'm a good speaker. I do my radio show, but I'm trying to learn how to be a better writer. I'm trying to learn how to create better graphics on the Internet, stuff like that. When you diversify yourself, you find yourself doing things differently sometimes because when you get tired of doing one thing, you you can go to something else. But try to keep it in the same vein if you're in business, you know, but just diversify your skill set. 
And, you know, a couple more here. Are you saying yes to new opportunities? You know, people are bringing them to you. It's either a yes or no answer. Sometimes you got to think about it, but if you don't have a plan for your life already established, then sometimes you'll end up making bad decisions. You'll, you'll jump on opportunities that are really not for you. That's why I told you a couple of weeks ago, I want you to write down what it is you want. Somebody brings an opportunity to you. You can say yes or no. And this is a big one. I'm going to stop at this one here. Are you doing what you can to support people around you? Our lives are not measured by how many people inspire us, but it's really measured by how many people we inspire. There's people all around us who need inspiration. Let them know you love their work. I was in a part store the other day, uh, you know, to get something, and I just noticed while I was waiting how great the staff was working with the customers and they're helping each other. I I immediately went to, you know, Google and gave them a great glowing recommendation. You got to let people know that you're supporting them. It's so important because a lot of times we feel like we're out here by ourselves. We don't know exactly what we're doing and we need help. So I want you to start supporting the people around you because you're just steps away from a winning mindset. He's just about there. You got to live in the present and the future with a winning mindset. Mindset is everything. So I want you to think about things. I want you to create action plans. And I want you to expect to pivot. A lot of times things are not going to go the way you want them to go. So you're going to have to make changes. But I'm going to tell you this. If you don't decide that you're going to empower the lives of other people, you're going to find out it's going to be very difficult for people to empower you. Okay. So I don't want you drowning in a sea of troubles. Because by the time you drown, that's not the time to be looking for a life preserver. Okay. It's better that you already know where that life preserver is. So I want you to stick with me. I'm going to come back. I'm going to bring John in. We're going to talk about what's going on in the government, this politics, impeachment, all kind of things happening. John's going to put it in perspective for us because John only gives us just the facts. This is Mark Parham, Cat Builder Talk radio show. I'm going to take a short break, and I'll be back in a moment. party today? Me again, Mom. Where did I put my history book? Hi. Sorry, forgot one last thing. Sometimes it's hard to concentrate. At school, I start looking out the window, and then I forget what I was supposed to be thinking about. I know it seems like I don't care, but I do. It's just difficult for me. Love you, Mom. Bye. Join parents and experts at understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues to help your child thrive. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. 
had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org slash caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. All right, it's Mark Parham. I was coming back with a little Jane Brown, a little mind power, because that's what we're getting ready to get into with Brother John Moy from Just the Facts. John, what's going on? Brother Mark, how you doing? I'm doing good, man, doing good. Doing good. Oh, uh, man. Crazy. It's crazy. You know, I, you know, I think, you know, everywhere I go and, and and I talk to people, and I was just listening, you know, to your opening piece, and, you know, you're really right about that, Mark, right? It's really about a mind shift and a mind change to really get you to where it is that you want to go. And uh, so many times, you know, people are so, I'll talk to them and they'll just be discouraged. You know, what can I do? You know, you know, what can one person do? What's one voice? But one voice can change the world. And so we have to constantly, you know, tell folks that um, uh, although some of the situations might, might look kind of depressing and dire, but together you're right about that. You know, there's always like-minded people and you have to kind of get together and put your ideas together and formulate a plan and, and go for it. You know, win, lose, or draw, you have to go for it. And so just looking at what's going on in the news today, I mean, whether it's impeachment, you know, people are really discouraged. But I said, you know, don't get discouraged. You know, it's your government. And particularly when you take a look at what's going on in terms of, uh, in terms of the impeachment process, you know. I mean, you know, here you have a trial, you know, where there's no, you know, there's no. Uh, you're call- wait, you know, wait, 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 wait. You call it a trial. Trial, see, I, I'm not that, you know, I'm not, I don't have a law degree, but I watch law and order on TV. <laughs> okay, That's and right. then there's a crime, and the police can't catch you. Right. And then there's a trial. The trial has witnesses. There's a judge. Right. There's a witness to the defense. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So you use the word trial. So I don't know if that's the right word, but I'll let you continue. I'm just that, that, to me, it's Thank like you, a reality brother. TV show. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you, you know, someone would say, I mean, and you're right about that. I mean, you know, you know, you teach your kids all the stuff in government about, you know, constitutional law and about the rule of law, and here you have, you know, a trial and there's no witnesses. You know, you know, there's no evidence has been introduced, and it's 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 disturbing. But but again, I I say to everybody, you know, you know, you should know who's your state, who's your United States representative, I and mean, I would just dare anybody to walk down the street and ask. You know who's you know who's representing you in, in in the United States Senate and pick up a phone and just just go. You're right about that. You know people people talk a lot of stuff and yet when it comes down to it, you know they get nervous and I certainly understand that. But pick up the phone. You know call call the Senate operator and say, hey, listen, I just want to voice my concern whether you're for the impeachment or against against the impeachment. At least you know you've made your voices heard. So I encourage people to do that. Absolutely. But people probably don't know who their representative is because they really don't think it matters. It's crazy you know. when you think about it, you know, you know, and it does matter. So, for example, you know, we were talking today among some folks, and you know, it's you know, the, the state legislature is back in session, 
right? So you have, you know, 56 members on the Senate side, 180 members uh, on the House side, and basically you have about, you know, maybe, you know, 200 people, uh, close to 300 people, you know, playing with $27.5 billion with a V. That's a lot of money for 200 people to be playing with, and that's your tax dollars, and they're making decisions every day right now as we speak about what the future of the state is going to look like. And so, you know, there's a lot of going on, you know, uh, under the dome. You know, uh, the administration, you know, just uh, cut uh, across the board spending by about, about 4%, you know, and, you know, trying to raise revenues. And some people are having some problems with that. I mean, if you take a look at some members from rural Georgia, some would say, wait, wait a minute, we think, you know, rural Georgia is sort of getting the shaft, you know, with the way the administration has sort of rolled out the budget. But at the end of the day, you still have to get involved. You need to know who is your state senator. What committees does he or she serve on? You know, are they on the appropriations committee? Are they on the ways and means committee? You know, committees that really affect your everyday life. Now these committees. So every senator is on various committees and stuff. So all these committees affect our lives one way or the other. Is what you're saying. It, uh, it does, and you know, and I'll tell everybody. You know, I know sometimes it's not very sexy stuff at all, but policy rules everything. Everything that we do, right? From the moment when you turn on on the tap on, on your tap water, and if you drink it, you know, you drink it with you know, just knowing that you know somebody was there, you know, to test it. If you if you call nine one one, you know, you expect you know somebody to show up with a certain a certain you know a, a period of time, and who's been trained to do their job, you know. So everything is. Is uh, is policy driven, and it's really lawmakers, whether it's at the federal level or at the state level or at your local county level, right? Who, who picks up the trash? Who's going to make sure that the parks are clean? That's all set by policy. And as citizens, we all have to get involved. You know, we have to make sure that we're registered and we vote and we read, just like you were saying. You know, and get together with like-minded people and uh, and, and just sort of just figure it out. So we're looking at Georgia's in session right now. What are some of the top things that as a you know, Georgian, I guess I've been here since 1988. I, th- I, I think I got my my true Georgia. I'm a true Georgian now. <laughs> what are some of the things that I should be concerned about that's going on right now that if I wanted to reach out to my, you know, my my officials, that I should be reaching out to them about? I think, you know, I think particularly for, you know, for, for all communities, but particularly for communities of color right now is, is the census. I mean, nobody's talking about the census, right? So in March, you know, the, the federal government is going to roll out the census, and it's going to be a little bit different. You know, in the past you had, you know, you know uh, letters and, and paper stuff that actually came to your door, and, you know, you would fill it out and, and lick the envelope and send it back. But a lot of it's going to be digital now. A lot of it's going to be online. And so, what does that mean for communities of, of 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 color or any community where you know where there's still a, a great d- digital divide, where people don't have access to, to you know to laptops and certainly to computers to, in order to, you know to do the online survey? So, for example, you know my grandmother, who will be 92 years old in February, you know I, I'm not so sure Big Mama is going to use her smartphone to fill out form, you know, and I have concerns about that, you know, and. The census governs everything. I mean, you know, whether or not Georgia is going to gain another congressional seat or whether we're going to lose another congressional seat, whether we're going to get additional federal dollars or whether we're going to lose federal dollars. And particularly uh, uh, communities where, you know, you know, certainly that have traditionally have struggled, you know, so we really have to kind of get the word out. And, you know, we'll talk about that later on. But, uh, you know, obviously it's, right now it's the budget and uh, uh, a lot of looming budget cuts. And then, you know, also uh, the administration is talking about, you know, about uh, you know gangs and and increasing you know 
funding for, for, for policing and certainly and certainly well what does that mean in, in terms of you know our communities so I think you know those if I had to name two issues right now I'd say one is obviously the state budget and certainly the census uh, these are certainly uh, uh, things that we should really keep our eyes on right now Absolutely. so where's, that, where's, that, where's education in the, in the scheme of things how's that shaping up well, education. Well, you know, so you know, the administration, you know, the governor has committed to uh, increasing teachers' pay, right? So, you know, if you remember when he when he uh, when he ran um, first time around, he made a commitment to raise teachers' pay by by five thousand dollars, and so he, and he delivered on that promise. I mean, last year he he delivered about three thousand dollars, so about two thousand dollars short. So this year, you know, he's he's coming back, and in his budget, uh, he's going to you know uh, uh, give the remaining uh, amount to to raise teachers' pay, which we know is great, you know. Teachers, you know, I have a my wife is is an educator, and, and many times, you know, teachers put so much of their heart and soul and their money into classrooms, you know, and they aren't paid a, 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 a tremendous amount of money for what they do. So, I mean, that's certainly something that uh, it's certainly a priority of the administration, you know, where, where they're certainly going to put their money in terms of teachers' pay right now, and increasing funding for you know K to 12, and 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 um, you know, um, uh, which we think is certainly important. I mean, right now in the state of Georgia, when you take a look at education, Mark, you know, we have a literacy problem, right? You know, take a look at uh, uh, the, the reading rates for, for, for three-year-olds. So, so, for example, in Atlanta public schools right now, you have about maybe 29% of the kids reading at or above grade level, which is disastrous. And not just in Atlanta. I mean, all throughout the state, you know, overall, we we have some serious problems. So, you know, we're, we're certainly happy to hear wherever there's some increased funding in terms of whether it's teachers' pay or, or increasing other um, uh, dollars in terms of education. That's always, a, you know, a positive thing. Absolutely. I tell you this, you know, and we'll we'll kind of wrap up here. But what is the role of these politicians and stuff as they're going out here doing these things? You're saying call them. I mean, what are they really supposed to be doing? Arguing on the floor for our rights and things, or so we call them? Right, what are we expect them to do? Yeah, I mean, listen, listen. I mean, you know, you expect them to go either either it's to Washington or to the state house or to city hall to make policies, to create bills and laws that will affect your life and your interests, you know, whatever, whatever they may be, but also as informed citizens, right? We have to know what it is. So like you were saying, right, about being informed and, and taking action, what are you passionate about, Mark? You know, you know, you know what are you passionate about, you know, uh, as a citizen? Is it parks or is it education or is it environmental issues? Is it making sure we have clean water and clean, clean air? It doesn't have to be anything great. Just, pick, I'd say, as every citizen, pick one issue that you're passionate about, and then do your research. Say, you know, wait a minute, what is the government doing about that? Well, what, is, what am I doing about it as a person? Is there something that I could do to improve the situation? Do your research, do your facts, and then I'd say uh, sit down or call, call your state or county or local uh, policymaker uh, and say, listen, collectively, what can we do to make it better? And uh, and then and, and then and, and then fight like heck. Uh, in terms of uh, bringing other folks to the table, to, certainly to get it done. Now you may not win all the time, but at least you will have participated, sure, in, uh, right. you know, as a citizen in this democracy. Absolutely. So I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna do a short break, and then when I come back, I want you to talk about a few things that we can do to take control and let our voice be heard, particularly in the government arena. I'm talking about from the local level all the way to the state to the federal level. Can you do that? I can do that, brother. All right. So it's Mark Parham and John Moy from Just the Facts. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come back. John's going to give us the rules of engagement. Captain Miller Talk Radio Show. I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 
You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team. But I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. We want to hire you. You're, you're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Welcome back to the Cap Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. All right, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. We've been having this conversation about finding your voice, not only finding it, but using it. I got John Moy from Just the Facts here. We're talking about government, local, state level, what it really means and what it means for you to use your voice. And when we left a few seconds ago, I asked him when we came back to give us some things that we can do as ordinary, everyday citizens to try to affect change in our local, state, and federal government. So, John, I mean, uh, I'm going to try to... Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you a little theme music here. So, go ahead. Hit hit us with it, man. Tell us what we can do. All right. I appreciate it. I, you know, you know, you, you know, I, you know. You said you hit the nail right on the head just in terms of writing. I mean, ask any elected official. You know, the power of the letter. I know it sounds crazy. You know, the power of an email, the power of the letter. And, and you don't have to be, you know, a great literary writer. Just say, you know, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't write a letter that said this sucks, you know. But <laughs> but you know, but put but put pen to paper, write a letter. It's important. And, and the, the the thought is that for every person that writes one letter, you know, there's. Ten or twenty or thirty people, you know, else uh, other folks who have, who have a, you know, a, certainly a similar opinion. Um, to you know, get involved. It doesn't have to be, you know, whether it's, um, one, you know, one, whether it's a civic organization or you know, a sorority or fraternity, anything. Some organization get involved where you can volunteer your time. And I think you said you hit the nail right on the head. Just you know, just helping other citizens. You you know, doing something that's positive. And then uh, every citizen. Make sure that you protect your franchise. You know your right to vote. You no, know, you know Georgia just uh, purged three hundred thousand people. Were you, were you, have you been purged? You know, you know why wait until election day to show up to find out that you don't have the right to exercise your franchise? You know, call your local board of elections. And say, hey, listen, you know, my name is John Smith. Am I registered to vote? Will I be able to vote the next primary or the next general election? And I think those are the three things that you can do: write a letter. Uh, get involved locally in, in an organization and certainly protect your franchise to vote. Man, those are great. So, you know, while I have you got a few minutes left, I want you to talk about things you plan on doing with your show. You know, uh, I think you got some great things coming up. So tell us some of the Absolutely. things you plan on doing with your segment. Absolutely. You know, so, so first of all, you know, um, February is, is, is Black is African American History Month. And so we need to talk about that. You know, we need to talk about history and, and, and where our folks come from and where we're going. 
And um, it, so we have a great author that's com- coming on. Her name is Cynthia Cooper, and she'll be talking about uh, about her grandfather, um, uh, Louis Jordan, who who lived almost uh, over 100 years ago, who was a, an African-American uh, slave and who really changed the world. And so we're going to have her on talking about her, her book and, and some other folks. So that's one thing I want to talk about, talk about certainly history. And then certainly talk about the future, whether it's economics or whether it's politics or whether it's just, you know, art or, or music. Um, you know, great topics that, that we should, uh, that you all should know. And again, ending it all with what? Just the facts. All right. All right, Brother Jeff. Thanks for stopping by tonight. Too bad we couldn't get uh, Representative Hendricks here, but uh, we'll try to get her another time. As we said, we know politicians are out there. She's probably out there shaking her hand and kissing babies, doing what politicians (laughs) do. (laughs) I know, that's right, brother. That's right. Yeah, so so we'll reach back out to her and uh, try to get her back on here. And thanks for you stopping by, man. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you making your voice heard in more ways than one. All right, my brother. Thank you. Take it easy. Appreciate you. All right. Yes, sir. All right. So this is Mark Parham, Cat Builder Talk Radio Show. Just bringing it to you quick today, short show, because I think it's important that a lot of times it's not about the quantity, but it's about the quality of what we're bringing to you. John's starting his segment out. He'll be on here, you know, weekly or biweekly, and eventually rolling out with his own show. But I think you're going to enjoy hearing his message hearing my message, and hearing the message of all the people I'm getting ready to bring to you. And yes, I did say maybe once a month I want to hear you. I am going to allow you to come on live, and we want to hear what you have to say. We want to hear your voice. So it's important that you find your voice. I'm going to give you a way to use it. I'm going to be holding workshops and teaching you how to express it. So, Mark Parham, closing out with my man, D. James Brown. I enjoy doing the show, and I enjoy having you listen. We've got a great month coming up for you next month. So I want you to stick with me. But I said pay attention. I'm going to be holding events with the limited seating, limited invitation only. I'm not trying to do big stuff. I'm trying to do the right stuff. So I want you to get an education. I want enough people in the room to have an actual conversation. This is Mark Parham, Cat Miller Talk Radio Show on the Cat Miller Radio Network. As I say every week, I look forward to our next encounter. That is right.
go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildertalk. We hope you enjoy the show. <laughs> 